Shabbat Shalom, and it is such a total privilege to invite Rachel Korasim to offer words. If you don't have a handout, please raise your hand, and Brian Lefsky will give you a handout for our text that Rachel is going to teach. Thank you. Shabbat Shalom. Every single year when I prepare my sessions for my annual now number eighth visit, not regretting, of course, Shabbat, welcoming Shabbat, but wanting to use music, I oftentimes ask Cantor Elias, will you sing? Said, well, send me the clip, send me this, send me that. I'm not sure, I don't know. Oftentimes he will say yes, but we have a whole to do. Not this time. Not this time, Chazan. I just sent the title and he said, of course. <laughs> Chazan, will you start this very short session by singing Me'al Pisgat Haratzofim? How much do I sing? The two? Two stanzas? The two stanzas. Of course, anything you ask. <laughs> two, two stanzas. <laughs> Me'al pisgad aratzofim, eshtach ha-pelach ha-pagim. Me'al pisgad aratzofim, shalom lach Yerushalagim. Me'adorot chalamti alayich, lizkot lirot be'or panayich. Yerushalayim, Yerushalayim, Ayri panayich livnech. Yerushalayim, Yerushalayim, Mechar botayich ebnech. Me'al pisgad aratzofim, Shalom elach Yerushalagim. Alfei goim mikhsot kol tepel, Nosim echeilai chenagim. Be'alfei berachot ha'i beruchaha, Mikdash melech ir melucha. Yerushalayim, Yerushalayim, אני לא אזוז מפה, ירושלים, ירושלים, יבוא המשיח, יבוא. תודה רבה. Wasn't that amazing? Doesn't it feel, uh, fill our heart with love and admiration and connectedness to Yerushalayim? So let me invite you to the context. The year is 1927. This relatively new immigrant who had just arrived to the land of Israel, British Mandate Palestine, three or four years earlier from yeah, Russia, sure. Hungary. <laughs> Would I be teaching him otherwise? <laughs> and I want to challenge, I know, I know I can recognize you, the few Hungarian-speaking people in the room, to repeat the name of the village he was born in. Uy David Falva. Uy David, New David's Village. 
trust me, I went to the biggest knowledgeable person in Israel about Avigdor Meiri, my friend Miriam Fleischmann, really the top maven. On a, nobody knows the reason why this Ukrainian today in the past Austro-Hungarian Empire village was named after David. Maybe a Jewish tenant who started a new part, who knows? He was born to a very observant family. How do we know that? Because it's enough to look up that place on the map and know that it's totally adjacent, like the suburb, to the town of Munkach, a center of Hasidism, of anti-Zionism, a terrible one. He will fight in World War I for lord and country and the emperor, Franz Josef, but then he had enough of that after that and makes Aliyah. And he arrives to Israel in the year when a great event happens. No, it's not a war. It's not an Arab resistance. It's not a Jewish. No, a simple, minute event in 1925. Anybody can think very quickly on their feet or just sitting? Yeah. The inauguration of the Hebrew University on top of Mount Scopus. Kolakavod. I was not sure I will have anybody in the room who will remember that. With the presence of Lord Balfour, Bialik, Rabbi Cook, you cannot start imagining the audience at that event in the amphitheater of the university not yet built. Just laying the foundation facing the Judean hills. Not such a bad idea to think of a Mount Scopus Tiyul when next we are discussing Tiyulim. Now, what is so important for me to bring a poem created in honor of that? Because when you think Jerusalem and mountains and you want a mountain to stand up and send your blessing for the city of Jerusalem, would the natural choice be Mount Scopus? Seriously? You would say Temple Mount. You would say the Kotel, the wall. And why Mount Scopus? Because, because we are in that historical moment when the revival of the Jewish people beyond doing kibbutzim and armed force and all that stuff that we know how to do is saying it's time to make an intellectual statement. Yes, we do cherish Temple Mount. Yes, it is important, the place of the Akedah, the place of the temple, we know that. But it's time for a new cultural center, Hebrew University, where science and knowledge, and the future, and advancement, and research, and preventing human-made disaster will emanate from. It's in honor of that mountain that Avigdor Hameiri creates his poem. And standing there on Mount Scopus Dafka, and not on Temple Mount, it's from this point that he says, that I will prostrate myself to you from the summit of Mount Scopus. O oh, Jerusalem, peace unto you. For hundred generations I have dreamt of you to merit, to behold the light of your benevolent expression. 
this person who is totally, by the way, left of center in his attitude, very secular, understand, captures this moment, this new sacred moment, a new sacred place in Yerushalayim, the place from knowledge will start off. And you want to rush together with Chazan, Elias with Cantor, to the next stanza that he had sung from the summit of Mount Scopus, O Jerusalem, peace unto you. That's the last on your thing. Thousands of exiles around the world raise up their eyes to you. In thousands of blessings may you be blessed, kingly sanctuary, royal city. And he continues, I shall not move away. This is what we just heard Chazan so beautifully deliver to us. The first stanza of prostrating yourself and a second telling about all the exiles. And Cantor maybe not, probably not knowing because most people do not know is the stanza in between. That you, no you couldn't. It was hidden. It was suppressed. Nobody wanted to sing it because it's such a fun spoiler. This is such a beautiful song. Wow, oh Yerushalayim, this, that, I love you. Peace, God, I shall never leave. You don't need anything better than that, but that's not Avigdor Meiri. Avigdor Meiri created the stanza in the middle that nobody wants to sing, but we will today not sing, but at least read. I came here with a confident heart to rebuild your ruins. Yet how can I build your temple when there is no peace among your children? Sephardi, Ashkenazi, Yemenite, Falasha, Urfali, Georgian, Haredi, and liberal. 27, 19? You would think this was written yesterday. Years and years before the state of Israel, there is a courageous, totally committed Zionist who gave us this song that we consider next to Hatikva, Jerusalem of Gold, the third in these national poetic expressions of commitment to the city. And smack in the middle of that commitment, he says, not so great every day, you know. We have problems. There are things we need to address ourselves to. We do not talk to each other. We do not listen to each other's language and ritual and choices and culture. And the, the ones he enumerates is classical what we have today, as if he had the foresight to see it. And it is the message of the missing stanza that I'd like for us to leave with on this weekend where we are considering through Israeli poetry the tension between loyalty and critique. Really, do we need outside organizations that I shall not name right now to tell us that which we need to address ourselves to? No. The tradition of critique comes from the depth of our culture. We do not shy away to break a glass during a wedding. 
We do not shy away to have a middle stanza in a poem totally committed to the city, reminding us it's not perfect yet. It's need, it needs to be addressed. Let us embrace these words of Avigdor Omeiri as we continue our learning this weekend. Showing the things that need to be addressed, putting a mirror to our faces, shining a lamp or a candle to those shady corners that are not yet fine is not betrayal. It's being true to the prophetic tradition that which we celebrate in this room. Thank you very much. Shabbat shalom.